Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. Salutations and greetings, everyone. Welcome to another bodacious episode of Musty, Musty TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're sad saying it. <laughs> yeah. I am most definitely your righteous host, Liam A. Sr. <laughs> I am bodacious Josh D. Phillips. What we do is we watch the beginning episode and the resolution episode of a canceled television series that's no longer on air. And today, we watch the most gratifyingly untubular show, Bill and Ted's live-action adventure thingy. The most bogus thing since Bogus Adventure, which is actually really good. Super good and not bogus whatsoever. And I wonder you're wondering, will we be talking like this for the entirety of the, of the internet radio program? Most definitely! <laughs> Our listeners are going to surely turn it off right away. We most certainly will be losing all of the listeners we worked so hard to get. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh. Did you guys know they made not one but two Bill and Ted TV shows? One of them was a cartoon, which is actually fucking appropriate. And Makes the other sense. one is... And the other one is some sort of bullshit that we had to watch today. They also made an excellent cereal. <laughs> oh, did they? Yes. What type of cereal was it? I think it was just like another like uh, cereal with marshmallows like thing. I but were re- the marshmallows, or is it like Missy's Bikini? <laughs> I honestly don't remember what they were. I just remember I bought a box because I wanted the... This is how sad it was. I wanted the uh, phone booth like coin bank that came with it that was plastic and shitty <laughs> i just wanted the prize that's what it's it's all about those sweet sweet prizes though they want to get when they were like hey what hardened plastic can we melt down mm-hmm. into some weird form and shove it in a box of captain crunch so some so some exhausted six-year-old at seven in the morning could be like ooh, a, an object to give to give value to well even worse were the ones where you had to like send off your like you your proof of purchase i still have a whole a little bit of a grudge against my mom for not sending off my proof of purchase or my pete and pete tape mm. do you I, mean your p tape i've asked general mills to give me the p tape <laughs> and they have no idea what i'm talking about hey guys did you know that josh and i love bill and ted's excellent adventure and bill and ted's bogus journey not in a uh oh ironic yes not in an ironic way because they're both fun no. movies uh well i have we have a thing in my family called senior family classics and it's just like movies that my dad showed me at a very early age that are like not necessarily good or bad they're classics to your family exactly they include such staples as the first charlie's angels movie which i saw <laughs> when i was five years old the uh post-apocalyptic dragon vehicle with matthew mcconaughey and christian bale reign of fire wow you know shout out to your dad because shout out to my dad every time i hear about something about your dad i'm like god he just seems like a cool guy my dad my dad raised me right on like the perfect amount of with the perfect amount of like him giving me pop culture but then Mm -hmm. like allowing me the freedom to discover stuff on my own 
And my mom like, gave me some entries, and then I just was a obsessed kid and watched way too much TV and t- uh, movies. Like uh, Speaking of TV, did you know that Fox aired this piece of garbage in 1992 <laughs> for literally two months? The final cash grab of the Bill and Ted. This was a, well, yeah, this was a cash grab. Oh yeah, for I'd sure. say the the movies were great, but like the 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 cartoon and all this, they were trying to get more money. And you know, I would still watch a part three if they ever make it, as long Same as here. as long as Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves both do it, and they both are interested. Let's get that happening, Hollywood. John Wick three, man. John Wick three is secretly Bill and Ted's Adventure three. Oh my god, what Love if it. it's like? What if it's like, John, you have to call the only person who can help you. Who is it? Don Wick, his brother, played by Alex Winters. Uh, his triumphant return to acting, because now he just does behind-the-camera work. Yeah, Alex Winters is a director now. Successful director. Yeah, great for him. I've always liked Alex Winters. He's one of the best characters in Lost Boys. Yeah, he is. I actually watched that again not too long ago. But you know who is not successful? Our two leads in this show. <laughs> Christopher Kennedy and, and Evan... Evan Richards. Richards? They, I, yeah. I they looked at their pages. Wiki... Yeah, I looked they, at their IMDb. Were they in anything else? Uh, a few things. Uh, oddly enough, uh, Christopher Kennedy is in a movie that still creeps the hell out of me. It was an 80s satire horror movie from the 80s called Society. He has an actual picture, like an actual profile and a headshot. So he's still continuing chasing the dream. More props to you. Chasing he, the dragon. Yeah. Well, he might have done that at some point too. Who knows? The other guy. Uh, no. Nothing. The guy who Not played a Zilch. Who played uh, Ted. So um. Let's jump into this uh, show, right? Yeah. I mean, we can. We can. We can do that. Or because we're so bad at this, maybe we take just a quick break at the top so we can hear from another show <laughs> on the network. We're really bad at this, and I feel like if we get it done now, it'll I, be a smoother sailing. I agree. Do it. All right. It'll be a quick one, guys. Have you ever watched something for your favorite actor, but then afterwards you realized it wasn't worth your time? Well, our time is worth nothing. I'm Katie. And I'm Lenny. And together we host the Filmographers. Every month, we pick an actor and watch everything they've done. Then we report back to you so you know everything to decide if it's worth your time. So check us out on the Major Cast Network or wherever you find your podcasts. New episodes the first week of every month. So we open in uh, San Dimas, California in like way off into the future where Rufus, played by the brilliant George Carlin in the movies... So we meet, we see Rufus, and he looks like when a porn star, a male porn star, like, has to wear a suit because he's, like, a business boss in a scene, and you're like, this jack dude has never worn a suit in his life. (laughs) That's what he looks like, and it's hysterical. So he's like, hey, it's the future. So, like, you know, Bill and Ted, they're good. Everyone talks like they do, totally. Bodacious, righteous, church. And then it's like, and I make sure that they, well, they're in church. And then he's like, and I make sure that they're okay and not gonna, you know, die, I guess. And then we cut to Bill and Ted, and wouldn't you know it, their amp has blown. Oh, no. But they're playing at the dance. The homecoming dance. Dance tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, no. Pretty good setup for a pilot. Here's the problem with the pilot. It never aired on television. Mm -hmm. Only seven episodes of the show aired. 
and the unaired pilot wasn't even finished. So there's only half of the pilot that exists. Nah, we don't need to finish it. Let's just do the show. So they need to get money for a new amp. We meet Missy, who is played by one of the princesses from the first movie. Um, Yeah, why not? So they need money for a new amp. So they go to a hardware store. Well, Rufus tells them it's imperative they play the dance. Oh, yeah. You forgot about that. Or, like, the Fourth Reich will resonate. Right. The world is doomed. We're fucked. Yeah. You know what? We're living in the universe that needed Bill and Ted the fucking most. Where are they now? That is totally true. We, You know what? We fucking need this third Bill and Ted movie more than anything we've ever needed before. And they're fucking dragging their feet. I mean, the, the tagline is, be good to each other. We need that more than anything. Bill and Ted, Get your shit together, was, Hollywood! Their biggest message of just, 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 yeah, be good to each other. Be good to each other, dude. Rufus is like, hey, you guys need to do this, so do that. And then he just leaves. Right. He leaves them the time machine. Well, typical then, Rufus, I mean. So what happens is they, they try to get a job at a hardware store, but the owner wants them to take his daughter, Bernadette Keelson, to the dance Ew! But Liam, what's, what's wrong with her? She has she's too much skin. Looking, <laughs> she's got so much skin. So he's like, "No job. Get out! You're how dare you refuse to sexualize my daughter in front of me?" <laughs> right. So then they're like, "Ah, oh, Bill, Ted, we gotta go back in time fifteen minutes and tell ourselves to date Bernadette Kielsen." So they try to do that, and someone throws a frisbee, and it hits the antenna, and their time machine's broken. So Ted takes a comic book he stole from the hardware store guy, wraps it around the antenna. They go into the comic world, then all of a sudden, it's black and white. It's noir. We're in a fucking um, uh, 40s movie. Could yeah. Could of a director. We're in a we're shitty in version the- of the Maltese Falcon. Yeah, we're in the malted falcon. The malted falcon. We're in the malt milk falcon. We're in the malted milk falcon. <laughs> And uh, and wouldn't you know it, there it is. It's Sam Clubs instead of Sam Spade. Of all the gin joints in all the world, she had to fuck a falcon in mine. <laughs> is that how the movie goes? I've never seen anything ever. You've mixed a few movies together. <laughs> Isn't his name um, Hump Me Bogart? <laughs> <laughs> but you've teased hump, hump, a, Humpy Booger. A possible <laughs> show I Humpy hope to Booger. do in the future. There was a Casablanca TV show from the 80s. No! Yes. How is that a TV show? Hopefully a future episode if I can find it. Every, every episode, another girl walks into my gin joint. <laughs> so... Nothing bad ever happens in the Kennedys! Okay, so, um... So, they're all of a sudden, they're in fucking noir world, and they scoosh a guy, and there's a woman there, and she talks like... No, what is that voice? Was that... Josh, I'm losing my mind. Take yeah, it over. She, she, she has her typical dam, uh, dame in distress. Like, I, I'm not going to try to do the voice. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, we're yeah, we can't do exa- We can't do that voice. It would just be high Catherine pitched. Hep- the they, only woman impression I could do is Catherine Hepburn. Really, I can. <laughs> you don't have the shakes. Well, that was well I'm not doing the full shakes. <laughs> I'm awful. Really, really Spencer. Yep, they, they squash... Uh, Bad the uh, beef who at one point I do have to reference tells they're they're chasing the girl down the 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 gangster and and shooting at her and he tells his gunman hey don't kill her dead meat's no dead meat what did you say I told you and it was really gross dead meat don't 
taste good. Which yeah. either is implying, one, that you, are you eating alive people? Because it's going to be easier for you if you eat them dead. Two, are you, like, insinuating that, like, I can't fuck her if she's dead? Because, like, you seem like the type of person that wouldn't let that stop him, big boy. Yeah. Anyway, so he's... Doesn't matter because... Uh, he gets squashed. Head's elevator just scoosh him like a bug. And they they literally pick it up, and it looks like a, like, coaster board, like, flattened piece of him. It looks like Silly Putty when you put it on the newspaper. Yeah, so... So they take Betty Boop back to their real world. Yeah, because they're going to see still... her. There, she's still in black and white. They go back in time and they pay. They fucking like. How do we? How, what do they do to Bernadette Kilson, Josh? They talk her up in front of her dad. They sexualize her in the like most uh, like ah. Uh, it was just just constantly. So no, she's so hot. I've had a crush on her since I was four. I've had a crush on her since I was two. Just like trying to one up each the other. Most shapely behind. Oh, what? Like, her dad is so into he's like smiling and creepily laughing it's weird circle jerk fest around his daughter i mean all all one of them had to do is i'll take her fine let's go also they have the time machine all they had to do is go back in time and be like hey don't blow out your amp you have a fucking gig tomorrow yeah like that could have been the easy fix also we should have prefaced this by saying bill and ted are not complete morons this show portrays them as complete yeah. idiots. So basically, to wrap up what happens in the pilot is yeah. Missy ends up hanging Fast out with Betty, with Betty Boop, and, <laughs> and Betty Boop has all this money, and her boyfriend is dead, and she's in a real world and not a comic anymore, and she loves the sight of colors. So she gets into a cab and decides to travel the world, even though if Bill and Ted don't bring her back to the comic book world, the comic doesn't exist. Yeah, but who states. cares? Like, it doesn't matter whatsoever. I mean, it's a little so, weird like, to have a black and white person floating around the universe, but, you know. I guess. Whatever. More power to her. So, the thing about this show, and the thing about Bill and Ted, is that, like, Bill and Ted, yes, they are they are dumb. They're stoners. They're burnouts. Whatever. But they're, they're smart in other ways, and that's what the movie's about, is they are, one, they're very kind. They're, they have good hearts. Mm-hmm. They, um... They adapt. They're actually pretty quick learners. Like, they figure out stuff at a decent pace, and they're able to... Like, I mean, the whole point... They're of the competent they, people. Like, they're competent, yeah. The whole point of the first movie is that they nail an incredible history presentation and, like, actually learn in the process. Like, the whole point of the first movie is, like, anyone can learn if you, if you like, mm-hmm. figure out a fun way to teach yourself. And then the whole point of the second movie is, like... Look how awesome these two characters are. We're going to make them go to hell, to Mars, to heaven. Oh, so amazing. So good. And in this one, the whole point of the joke is like, aren't Bill and Ted fucking idiots? Nothing they you, do. Like, can't yeah. figure out anything. And it basically ends. Like, she gets in the cab and it ends, She gets right? in the cab and then it just ends. And, like, no resolution because they didn't fi- finish yeah. making the rest of the pilot. But they made it. They wanted to go all the way and put to be continued, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> So Bill and Ted are in class in math, and it turns out they're not paying attention in math. They're working on a poster for their first world tour. But their teacher is such a uncool square that he's like, pop quiz right now and every day for the rest of your life. And then the dumbest plot point happens. He refers to them as Einstein, and they're like, oh, cool. He's going to call someone else to answer this question. And they're like, no, I'm talking to you, Einstein. And he's like, we're not Einstein. Who's Einstein? So then they go on a quest to find out who Einstein was. They ask this asshole nerd they're friends with, who, like, is super upset that he has to deal with them. But carries around a picture of Einstein for some random reason. 
Well, you gotta keep a picture of your heroes with you, Josh. But it's weird because it's not even like a like eight by ten of Einstein. It's like an eight by ten paper, but then there's like a little picture of Einstein at the top. It was strange. So weird. So then they go back in time and they meet Einstein, played by Laughin and what was the other show he was on? Oh, he's on Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo, <laughs> uh, Artie Johnson. And it turns out Albert Einstein, he hates physics. He wants to be do a he wants to be a stand up comic. Guys, this is the dumbest show. <laughs> so I feel dumber after watching this. So they take they take the most easily unfunny Albert Einstein to a comedy club where he bombs. But what they do is they secretly give him his notes for relativity. And then they tell the physics people who are waiting to hear his speech to go to the comedy club. Whoa, what a plot twist. He explains it, and then they're like, oh, we understand relativity. Then they go back to their time, and it's the next morning of class. And their teacher, teacher, who's a sadistic asshole. Pop quiz. How many sides are on a trapezoid? And they're like... Excuse me, teacher, but instead of answering such a simplistic question, would you like us to explain Einstein's most excellent theory of relativity to the class? And he's like, oh, I'm gonna love this. And now, and then they like, yeah, go for Liam, it. If I would ask you to explain relativity, what would you draw on the chalkboard? I would draw, oh man, so like how I see it is you have to draw a planet and then you have to draw an orbit and you mm-hmm. draw two people on the planet. And basically you've got like, John and Judy. And what happens is Judy's going to go on a rocket ship and fly around the world at light speed. And basically they're going to see... See, already I'm, like, scraping at... But you're already doing better than Bill and... You're doing better than Bill and Ted. Because this is... Their speech basically begins with how great relativity it is and how it's relative to each person, depending on their size. Relativity. And they draw a stick figure of Ted... And that, and then it talks about how great it is again, and that's pretty much. And then they go, and what it means is E, e equals M C squared. Square. And that's it. And then, and that, that we don't see the reaction from the teacher of the class. It just ends. They even go like the end. And that is our final episode of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. A steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> Fuck this show. We got no people from history, barely any time machine use. Rufus was a goddamn afterthought. They wrote my t- one of my two favorite characters as idiots. They made, they like somehow took the joke of um, Bill's stepmom being hot, which is like not a great joke, but pretty funny in the movies and made it even creepier. Well, because the funny thing in the movies is they're constantly the stepmom switches. Yeah. And at this point, it actually, they didn't even, they didn't go in even continuity because at this point, the stepmom would have been Ted's, not Bill's. Oh, right. I forgot about that. she switches in the bogus adventure. But yeah, like... That's so funny. Most criminally, this show is boring. This is really boring. Like, it's just... It's it's all on YouTube if you want to subject yourself to torture, and they're broken up it's... into, like, five-minute segments, but each one feels so long. It reminds me of uh, 90s kid shows with, like, Casio only on the soundtrack, mm. shot on video for really cheap, uh, you know, really gaudy costumes that are very distracting. Oh, yes. A really washed out color palette. Like, everything seems like it was bleached or and something. It, it, it was, yeah. 
it looked ugly. It was bad. I hated it. And it made it worse be dead. when you had to see scenes from the film of them time oh, traveling yeah. intercut into it. in scenes of the film. Oh, it was bad. And Not, now I just want to watch Bill and Ted. Yeah, me too. Not to mention the actors they got to play them. Like, they were just really, really bad. Like, like celebrity lookalikes, basically. One of them has basically a Prince Valiant haircut. The other one, who's playing... Bill sounds more like he's trying to do Corey Haim than Alex Winter's Bill. Josh, I just found something for you to oh make boy. you feel a little bit better. What did you find? So there's a Wikipedia page for Bill and Ted's excellent cereal. Yeah. The cereal was made by Ralston Purina, who make Purina. <laughs> dog, dog food. food. <laughs> yep. Uh, they, however, at the time sold products for both humans and animals. The oh. cereal was cinnamon-flavored and had many music-themed marshmallows, okay. although they resembled pieces of kibble and bits. <laughs> I and ate you know that. What? The cereal was kibble and bits. The TV show was kibble and shits. Let's <laughs> let's rate it. Let's rate it and get the fuck on with the show. Yeah, I mean, this was this was dusty. That's this, this is what a dusty show is I, like. Yeah. Just covered in dust, and it should be. Leave it in the attic. Sure. Go search. Forget it. about it. I didn't know this existed till today, so I would have been happy if it stayed in dust forever in a dirty grandma's attic. This was a most unexcellent, uninspired piece of garbage. Most unoutrageous. Most unfun. Most un. Just terrible. This is really bad. So now it's time for our new segment. Don't watch that. Watch this instead. And first of all. Go watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. They're great movies. You're going to have a good time. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, double feature. You should do both. Yeah. They're really there. You know what? A lot of people talk about how, like, The Godfather and The French Connection are, like, the strongest sequel games. <sighs> but, like, Bill and Ted's is up there, my man. Up there was Empire Strikes Back. All right, Josh. What you been watching lately? So, I've actually jumped back into Fargo. Been, Ooh, which season are you on? I'm on the friend? I'm on the second. I watched the first Good, one, the best one a while back, and like meaning to like jump into it, but oh man, guys, second one is the best season. So good. Bokeem Woodbine plays such a creepy and just eloquent character, constantly quoting Shakespeare, the Bible. It's just, oh, it's so creepy, and just the whole cast is, I mean, phenomenal. Like after seeing Kristen uh, Milioti do. Uh, how much mother i'm like okay this is like her actually acting <laughs> yeah she can only play mom's dying <laughs> that's true i didn't think it's about in her contract. that kirsten dunce like the whole cast is, she's and, killing it oh, and jesse plemons jesse plemons ted danson ted danson like oh, my oh God, so man good. yeah if you have Dude, not it's, watched it's amazing. fargo season one season one is wonderful if you haven't watched it but season two it's, can't wait to finish season season three starts amazing and then ends so shitty mm disappointed but i'll watch that yeah. soon yeah you should so, um liam, awesome go watch that yeah liam what have you been watching lately so last night uh my roommates and i decided to check out netflix's new show american vandal it is the show that's making fun of serial and making a murderer and it is about um a high school where someone has spray painted 27 dicks in the faculty <laughs> parking lot i'm already laughing oh dude it's really good american vandal on netflix can't recommend it enough well, that sounds interesting. I'll have to check that out. Josh, you got anything to plug? I do not have anything to plug whatsoever. I have to move soon. That's about it. What about you? Hey, if you're a mover, help Josh out. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually have something to plug. My comp 
comrade in arms, Luke Strickler, friend of the show, um, is on the first episode and a couple others. He uh, and I made a web series before we left New York, and we just released it onto YouTube. It's called Two Boys in the City. Um, it's on Luke Strickler's YouTube channel. I'm in a bunch of those videos, so check those all out. But Two Boys in the City, mm. we worked we worked uh, pretty hard on it, and we're really happy with it. So please check it out. Um, it means the world to me, and it's very funny. I will do so. Hey, you know, making this podcast is a lot of fun, but sometimes we have no idea what shows to watch and don't really know where to find them. Maybe you have a show and access to it and like to help us out. You can email us at mustytvpodcast at gmail.com. I don't know if that's the right email, but I will put the real email in the description of the episode. You can also get in touch with us at mustytvpodcast on Twitter. And don't forget, if you like us, rate, review, and subscribe. Ooh, and make sure to listen to some of the other shows on the Major Cast Network. Um, I believe that not uh, uh, in a couple shmanimes from now, Josh will be joining us. This is me telling you this for the first time, too. <laughs> Ooh. So that will be interesting. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, listen to Filmographers and listen to Big Time Whoopsie. We just had a new episode come out yesterday. Should be really great. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. For our spoof. Maybe- for possibly our spooktacular month, shall we tease? I, I think we shall. We're going to do all horror TV for the month of October. We don't have a name for it yet, but <laughs> we're going to think of one. But also, Josh, I just thought of a sign-off for us. Oh, yeah? I'm Liam Sr. I'm Josh Phillips. Reminding you that you can change the channel. <laughs> That's great. Bye, guys. <laughs> it's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Ooh. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.